What is up, everybody? Thanks for calling into the Dynasty 401. I'm your host, Robert Irons, or better yet, you can call me 411 Robbie. <laughs> uh, I got Jared in today. Goat Rush, what's up, man? What's going on, you guys? We ain't got Fozzie today. His work has been working him like a slave, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. So he's tired. He ain't he ain't able to join on today. That's all right. He's yeah. been he's doing what he has to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, we're here for you today. We're gonna get you what you need. And if this is your first time listening to Dynasty 401, thanks for making that call. It's one of the best choices you've made. We're gonna help you win your dynasty league. A lot of our information, you can still jump back on our older episodes. There's stuff about trading, there's about setting up your roster if you're it's your first time doing dynasty league. Um, we got rookies right now that we're talking about. So all this information is what you need to help you win your league, and that's what we're all about. But before we dive into today's slate of information, um, we're talking about rookie wide receivers. Uh, we're talking, and these are going to be some of the sleeper guys talking about some sleeper uh, later round QBs, tight ends. Just want to get you guys the best information. So every round you are going to be making the best choice. So that pick is worth it every time um, to help you win your leagues and build your team up. Uh, but before we get into that, we have to do our shout out to our sponsor and that's myvtrophy.com. Guys, if you have not heard of myvtrophy.com yet, you guys got to go check it out. It's the best ultimate online virtual trophy for your fantasy leagues. Look, we're on a bunch of different leagues. How better yet to set up your different, you know, league trophies as a commish is set up through my V trophy. Guys, go check that out. All right, Jarrett. Who yeah. do we got first on our slate? Man, we got um for the receivers, man, for the rookie receivers. Uh we're gonna go first with Terrence Marshall Jr. He got drafted by Carolina, the Carolina Panthers. Um, the reason why I bring this guy up is because First of all, Robbie Anderson, um, as of right now, he's gone after uh, after this year, and David Moore is gone after this year, and Keith Kirkwood is also gone after this year. So, with that being said, um, we're pretty sure that DJ Moore is going to get, um, he's going to because they picked it up, they picked up his fifth. I believe. No, they haven't. But I mean, we all know he's probably going to get signed for a bigger contract. And with that being said, Junior will be that. And with the landing of Sam Darnold, the opportunities coming his way. Because mm-hmm. as of right now, it's 28, 28.8% 28. Um, vacated um, targets for receivers are gone as of right now. Um, so. Curtis Samuel's gone, as we all know. So that that right receiver two position is going to open up by the end of this year. And you and, can't forget that uh, the offensive coordinator Joe Brady mm-hmm. uh, coached Terrence Marshall back in college, so he already knows this dude. He already has exactly. of a list of all these schemes that have worked for him. So for him to get them, I think that's just an even boost. Yeah. There is no, hey, we have to check out this guy, see what he does. No, the coach already knows this guy. Yep, and teams are always <laughs> going to be thinking it's going to um, Christian McCaffrey. So 
Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a real good spot for him, and you can get him in pretty late, pretty late in drafts because people are going to be reaching for those late those late sleeper running backs. So Terrence Marshall is sitting there; like you don't have to do too much to get him. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that I'm surely going to be targeting in the upcoming drafts. Yeah, no doubt. I I'm digging him. Um, I've seen him going late in the second. Uh, early third um, round. So if you're needing somebody, you know, in those later rounds, definitely be worth getting. If you can't get like an Elijah Moore early in the second, mm-hmm. you know, Terrence Marshall is definitely worth that scoop up. Um, mm-hmm. Even with, you know, the open, the other mouths there to feed, I think yeah. he's still going to get his soon enough. Yeah, I, yeah. On paper, I feel like he's the third best receiver. I don't care about this depth chart. He's better than David Moore. David Moore came from, Seattle, Keith yep. Kirkwood. I think he's been here so at least for a year or two. So and these other guys, I'm I'm not even caring about them. So Terrence Moore should shoot up the death chart. Mm. I agree. Um I the guy I got here is Keelan Granson. He's a tight end drafted by the Indianapolis Colts. Um he's very athletic. Um he's not he he's got acceleration and the athleticism uh to create passing windows mm-hmm. and make some noise after yards after the catch. Um so I mean he's the only downside uh to what reason why he wasn't a higher draft pick um is the lack of play strength. Uh sometimes he gets tossed around in games and um hands are too wide in his blocking, tightness in his breaks, so he needs he needs more of the downstretch kind of stuff. So he's not the you know, a uh, Pat Firemuth or Kyle Pitts, but he's definitely somebody who's could make something out of nothing with the Colts because of what they have ahead of them. I mean, they had Trey Burton, they had, you know, Jack Doyle, Mo Alley Cox, some of these guys aren't even on the team anymore. I don't even know who's a tight end for the Colts, and I'm a Colts fan. I could um, tell you who it is. <laughs> uh, Jake, Jake DeLone is still there. Uh, and Trey Boo is, yeah, he's out the door. He's going. Yeah. So, I mean, the door is wide open. And plus, the Colts did sl- uh, select Granson in the fourth round. So he does have mm-hmm. some draft capital behind him of him getting some opportunity um, while the door is open there for him. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're wanting, if you're not able to get Kyle Pitts or Pat Fryermuth because you're needing to attack some other positions, mm-hmm. uh, Granson would definitely be somebody that would be worth looking into, you know, fourth, fifth round. I was gonna uh, say he's probably be there after after yeah, he, he might even be there after draft. You know, just pay attention to you know what tight ends are going off the board. If there's no Colts fans mm-hmm. in your league, I guarantee you he'll probably make it out of the draft. Yeah, I agree with I agree with that one, Robbie. I like um especially if um if the rumors of um Zach Ertz not going if he does not go to the Colts like everybody is hoping. Because a yeah. lot of people, a lot of people's calling that out. So if for some reason he does not go there, oh yeah. Even if he has to sit in a taxi spot for a year, that should be his job because the the two guys in front of him, one's old and the other one is just. I mean, Cox really. I mean, he's huge, but he really doesn't do anything after that. So I like mm-hmm. the rookie and with these coaches, they purposely get these guys for some reason. If a fourth round tight end, that's that's pretty high for me. Yeah. Um, who I got next is Dwayne uh Esk Eskridge. 
Um, receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, the reason why I like this kid for real is because of his um his height. Like he's a pretty he's pretty tall, I believe. Let me get to this guy real quick. Um, he's with Seattle. Um, you know they got they just signed Lockett for all those years, but I'm really not believing that they're gonna sit on Lockett for that long. I just, I mean, I think they're going to end up shopping them or whatever they're going to do with them. But even if they do keep them, um, I feel like Russell Wilson does way better. Three receivers. Seattle just keeps doing real good. And then, like, he, they're beautiful fantasy if you get Wilson. But, I mean, DK, he's going to do what he can do. But after that, it's like, it's like whatever. And... Um, with Lockett, I, f- I feel like he's old and I'm really liking Dwayne to pick up targets because on top of that, Wilson is not no, like he's not a target hog, hog type of quarterback. He's going to throw the pass to whoever he feel like is open and who can make a play. The kid, uh, David Moore, we was just talking about when he was in Seattle, he had a couple of like real big games. So if for some reason Russell starts liking this kid, Dwayne, man, I, I, I can see him being a real wide receiver three, wide receiver four. If mm-hmm. if Seattle comes out slinging a ball like they did last year, because, I mean, if Wilson's cooking, Seattle's going to keep it in his hand. And I, I like him. I like this kid a lot. I've been picking him up like crazy. I've been picking him up like second round. Mm. Like if all, like if a couple of other receivers are not there, say you in a twelve league, fourteen league, sixteen league, man, you better take them. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I mean, why not? <laughs> I don't <laughs> see no reason why not. Um, next guy here, I got. I'm going to talk about a quarterback, and that's Ian Book. Um, I'm pull up the stats here for you. Ian Book with the Saints quarterback. I know there's Taysom Hill there. I know there's also um, Jameis Winston. But Ian Book has an easy opportunity because the Saints could easily get out from both of these guys um, if they are not interested. And if they're not interested, like if Hill and Winston don't work out Book could easily make himself made, um, but he was a quarterback for the um, Notre Dame, and he was pretty productive. I mean, he wasn't, you know, super athletic, but he's definitely makes good decisions with the ball. Um, kind of got that Drew Brees ask. He just gets the ball out. That's this is what he does. Is a short intermediate passes. He's not this deep throwing kind of guy. Um, so he definitely can be a sneaky quarterback so if you're like i said before if you need to address you know wide receiver running back or you need to get Kyle Pitts in the first round and get these other positions ian book i'm seeing him go in the fourth fifth round um i definitely be putting in especially if you're in a super flex league um and you're needing that you know quarterback you just want to get that dart throw i'd definitely be picking up ian book and that was with the coast right no this is with the saints Oh, what? Oh, it's on. Oh, you did say Taysom Hill. Okay, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, because yeah, because true. Because if Winston goes out there and starts throwing those interceptions, and Taysom Hill is that's a running back, man. So exactly. I like that because yeah, just like you said, why not? There's um, you see the opportunity, especially in the near future. So mm-hmm. as long as they don't go, as long as they don't go get another quarterback and he sits there, oh yeah, this opportunity should come. I mean, if I had to rank, you know, these later round QBs mm-hmm. um, between Davis Mills and Ian Book, Kyle Trask, um, and what was the other one? I'm forgetting. Uh, Trask, Book, <laughs> Mills, and man, I'm forgetting. There's one more. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, why am I flanking on it? <sighs> Yeah, Jeez. whoever that guy is. Cat's got my tongue. Either way, I would ha- I would go Davis Mills, Ian Book, then I'd go Kyle Trask, just in the sense of Trask isn't going to be able to do anything for the next two years while Tom Brady's on contract. Mm-hmm. Ian Book has that opportunity, um, possibly if you know he shows out and he's able to get that number two spot, possibly um, behind Winston and Hill, or. Uh, Mills, you got. We still don't know what's going on with Watson, Deshaun Watson. There's nothing really going on publicly of his case or anything like that. So Davis Mills could step into a spot, um, even though they do have Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I like that one. Um, who I got next is Josh Palmer, um, right receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers. And um, what I like about this kid, man, he's 6'2". He came out as a senior, and he's going in the right spot because we all know Mike Williams' contract year is this Kellen year. Kellen Mond. That's what the other one was. Oh. I'm so – I figured it out. I remember. Yeah. I'm like, man, how – sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt <laughs> no, you, bro. Cool. I remembered. No, uh, I, know, I know the feeling. Step I know the feeling. Into, Kellen Mond, I think, would step into that uh, – Third spot there mm-hmm. um, with Book. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're so, yeah, this kid, Josh um, Palmer, I like him, man. Um, his, his landing spot is beautiful because he got Justin Herbert. Um, Ken Allen is going to be – he's 30 years old, I believe, right now. Mm-hmm. And, 29. Um, yeah, 29. I think he'll be 30 when the, during the season. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, <clears throat> I can see maybe – I mean, with him with all those early injuries – at the longest, I could see him at least like maybe three more years, maybe. But I think this might be the last calling of Keen Allen's low wide receiver one, unless he just proved me wrong. But I could see this kid really coming into play, especially if Mike Williams does not come back after this year. Um, they picked up that contract, but I think they picked up that contract more to the fact of what they believed he was supposed to be. More than them wanting them, so I mean it really don't hurt them if they pick pick them up picked it up tonight. In my own opinion, but I'm really liking Josh coming to the any tell you the truth any receiver that came to the Chargers I was going to get excited about anyway just because of the quarterback. Because mm-hmm. I mean Justin, I mean he come on he gets drafted. And he goes to um he goes to the Chargers, where you already got Ken Allen. That's a surefire, um, one of the top receivers, at least like top five. 
You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe I might be going out on a limb saying top five, but Ken Allen is well respected, especially on the field. So, no, he's easily a, t- a top ten wide receiver. Yeah. So with that being said, man, I I'm really liking his opportunity, and I like that I was surprised that they even went to receiver because I felt like they had two receivers that had their moments in 2020. And, but Mike Williams has yet to show what he can, hasn't really shown yeah. anything. Over the last couple of years, and yeah, right, and that uh, I think his name was uh, Tyrone Johnson. Yeah, Tyrone Johnson, yeah. Jalen Guyton. Yeah, they I mean, both. Those, they've they both shown had, stuff. Yeah, but. they did, but that's what's making me more excited about this Josh Palmer guy because it's like they picked him up for a reason. And there's no Hunter Henry. No, so and there's there's, the, yeah, more the, targets. The targets are the targets are it's seventy six point two percent targets mm-hmm. are vacated. But you can't forget about Jared Cook. Um, I mean, he's still – I mean, he's got yeah, Justin yeah. Herbert, so – and Cook can still catch the ball and still be productive. Yeah, as as you guys what he was. Yeah. Right. Um, and then you also, you know, you can't forget about their their rookie tight end that they picked up. I think it's McKitney. Yeah. McKitty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was so happy I got him in that uh, listener league. I was – I could not believe he was sitting there. And what you got him? What in the third, fourth round? Mm-hmm. I got him with no. I got him. Remember, I had two picks in the second round, so I got him. Oh, I got him. Yeah. I got him in the late second round. So I was so surprised about that. I really thought I was going to get two receivers, but with Henry going to New England, that kind of sucks. So, um, hmm. but yeah, because I mean, I just feel like him and Ju- Juno Smith is going to be. I don't know what New England is going to do out there. So, so I would I'm, definitely. I would, I would draft that McKitney guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about where, yeah, late second. I mean, about where, uh, you know, Kenneth Gainwell, Jamar Jefferson, mm-hmm. kind of guys are going. I would go ahead and attack that tight end position, unless you seriously needed the depth at running back. Then go ahead, but I would mm-hmm. make that move. Man, my opinion is that I really feel like no one. Cal Pitts has everybody so hypnotized that I feel like once he's off the board, I don't even think people really be thinking about the tight end position in this draft for real. Like, yeah, if you know you need it, but you the research, no one cared to research these tight ends when you know Cal Pitts is there. You know, right. what I mean, more people was like, I hope everybody, I get it. everybody moving up to just go get that guy it, exactly. And it's like all these other guys are just sitting there, you know, what I'm saying dead weight, but. Like you said, um, McKitty got the he got the best opportunity. So I can Justin Justin Herbert is like he's getting so lucky, man. To me, he's Austin Eckler get drafted. And you got Austin Eckler as your as your running back. Keenan I would Allen definitely your, go be making trades for Austin Eckler, man. Yes, and he should be very very well cheap if you got the right pieces to get him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you get Jared Cook for a year. Oh my God, dude is just man. Everything is falling good for him. Yeah, um, I want to throw a trade out there that I did just a little bit ago, um, and I'll, I'll throw in some more trades in here. I know we don't really talk a whole lot about trades. Sometimes we do after we all have made a couple of trades. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of give you a little bit of information. But here's what I did: um, I moved, I traded Darren Waller in a twenty twenty second. Uh, fourth round pick for Curtis Samuel and Brendan Ayuk. Um, and this is, if you guys did not hear 
about the last man standing. Um, guys, go check out that episode about our draft. We we go in depth of what the last man standing um, league is. It's pretty cool. I like the way it's set up. But mm-hmm. I did end up drafting a bunch of uh, <laughs> rookies um, in this startup draft. Um, I do have veterans, so it's not just all rookies. Uh, but I needed to add just a little bit more of that veteran. Your um, whole that presence. whole team is a rookie team. <laughs> Don't try to make it seem. Like I I got let's see here four four <laughs> veterans on my bench right now. And your starting lineup has like <laughs> one rookie, six. one yeah, rookie, right. <laughs> one rookie in my starting lineup. <clears throat> yeah, until week one comes. And we'll see what happens. Um, but I just wanted to throw that trade out because I know Darren Waller. Um, I know he's obviously he's not getting younger, but he's still obviously uber productive. He has no signs showing that he's on the decline or anything. Um, but for me, I just need that veteran presence. But if you have, um, I have seen and I have moved Darren Waller, um, to go get some picks in the rookie draft. Um, if you got that depth, I do have Herb Smith. That's why I was able to move on from Waller. Um, and capitalize on that value. You know, every year that has gone by with a great season, sometimes it might seem a little too early at that time, but sometimes things happen and it's perfect timing. Um, But that's that's just one of my trades I just want to throw out there. Who else you got? I got a trade for you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was that in our four one one big bra? The big bra four one one. I got um Wait a minute. Oh yeah, the big four one one bra. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did a. You know, when you guys listen to this, you guys might say that I was crazy, but I um I traded Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Melvin Gordon, and I brought in Calvin Ridley, and I also brought in the one point zero three. Yeah, the one zero three. Yeah, and um, as crazy as it might sound, man. I uh I did this man because I really feel like Calvin really is proven what he is, and I feel like Travis Kelsey he's old. Don't get me wrong, I know he's gonna probably blow up, but this is dynasty, and I really don't care for the two or three year players anymore. I need I need people that's gonna sit there and give me what I want, and then be able to still shop them when I want. And if mm-hmm. Julio really leaves, I think I'm gonna be set with this squad because I also. When the draft starts, I also got the 103, then I got the 106, and then I also got the 112. And then I got the 203, and then Robbie's 204. So Dang. I got a lot of picks coming up in two Sounds days. like the listener league. Yeah, right? <laughs> Your picks. <laughs> so, yeah, I got a lot of shopping to do. So I just got to make sure I pick up the right <laughs> I got a lot of shopping to do. Yeah, Dude, so that, I, that, We got to put that on a shirt. That's yeah. the one. I got a lot of shopping to do. Yeah, I do. So I got to make sure that I pick up the right guys. So, like, uh, I think that was Fantasy Buckets that brought it up. It's talking about that uh, I hope Harrison and Chase was worth it. Yeah, and I, I really hope they were too because – I'm hoping I get Harrison at that 103 spot. I don't care who's listening. He's going to be there. Because we already know who's going one. And then if for some, if if um, Trevor Lawrence is there, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm taking him. I don't care. So. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a generational talent. 
yeah, I don't see I don't see him. That's why I feel like I'm going to get who I want because I don't see him being there. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I got greedy that day because I really I don't know why I traded David David uh Singletary uh Devin Singletary, but I traded him for 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 a second round and I really didn't care. But it was like once dude accepted it, man, I was like, you know what? I'm finna start sending trades and I got a couple accepts and I had to tell myself to put the phone down because I was gonna trade the whole squad just to see trades go through. <laughs> Sometimes when you get that one trade going and then mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, I wanna do another one. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh hey, okay. Yeah. All right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you got um, another one, dude? Yeah, I got another trade here. I say one. I like this uh I like your uh Thunderdome trade, the one right the, you did one right before me. Oh uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say that one, but I want to throw this one out there um, that Jason did uh, a couple of days ago in the big brawl um, mm-hmm. is Irv Smith and Michael Pittman that he received and he traded away the one hundred and one. Who gave him that? Uh, buckets. <sighs> so I mean, you got Irv Smith and Michael Pittman. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, who who would you get at one hundred and one in the big brawl? You get Pitts there. Um, but Irv Smith, I think, has a good opportunity now there with the Vikings. And then, obviously, Michael Pittman uh, step up into year two. Definitely mm-hmm. great opportunity there. So, the one-on-one trade away, it's a pretty good trade right there. I like it because he got a tight end. And and granted, guys, everybody's league is different. Your scoring is different. Mm-hmm. Um, how many, you know, your starting roster is different. I mean, mm-hmm. so a lot of these trades are just to give you guys an idea, some ideas of what to do, um, what type of moves you can make, what's out there. Um, mm-hmm. Big old blender. Um, I guess I can throw out the one I did in the Thunderdome. Um, Unless you got another one. I mean, I, you, I just, you you guys got, oh, no. Yeah, is I that the one call, you guys talked about? Yeah, I was going to call this one out. No, we didn't talk at all. Oh, <laughs> Um, I called myself just sending Jason because I kept seeing that Jason was trying to trade Saquon and everybody he couldn't get him off. I'm, so I, you know, I'm just sitting in the back like I keep turning them down. So I was planning like if everybody keeps turning them down, get a patient and he's going to just want to shop them. So once again, I traded I traded Kelsey and Tarek McLaurin and I brought in Ken Allen, Logan Thomas, and Saquon. And I, I feel like that was um. I'm very comfortable giving it up mm-hmm. because I'm very happy because now I have Saquon, Acres, and Cook as my running backs. Yeah. So and then I also got one brewing again in that one. So hopefully, uh, I'll okay. surprise. Yeah, hopefully I'll surprise you guys again. I like surprises. <laughs> <laughs> um, I traded away, um, Ch. And well, I didn't trade him away. I brought in CH, um, and I traded away uh, 102. I still have pick 104 in this rookie draft. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the 102, you guys are thinking, oh, but you could have had Harris um, because this is a super flex league. So obviously, Trevor Lawrence is going to go one, which I'd be surprised if he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you probably think, well, Harris is there, right? But here's the thing: would I rather have Harris? Or CEH. I'm going to go with CEH every time. Um, and I get it. He didn't do a whole lot last year. But look, um, the offensive line wasn't 
you know, the greatest in this year. They the Chiefs did a lot of work on that offensive line. I think the offensive line is going to be monstrous this year. Mm-hmm. Um, year two with the system, and no Damian Williams. Where is he at? Yeah, that is who. So who, who else is in the backfield right now? Darrell Williams. Me, me. That's I'm in the backfield. Like nobody Jared's in the backfield. There ain't nobody <laughs> in that. There's backfield. nobody in the backfield. And they picked him in the first round last year. So it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like he had a bad year last year. He's a rookie. Yep. Some rookies just they depending on the scheme and the coach and the coaching staff. Sometimes they don't put him in the whole time, right. um, but. This is going to be the year for CEH to take off. So it was definitely worth it to me. Yeah, I think it was too, dude. That's why I said I liked it because um, I don't know if people may forget because Pat Mahomes told them to go get him. It's not like the coaches wanted him, but Pat was like, I, I want him on the team. Go mm-hmm. get the best running back in the draft. I think people forgot that. Yes, I really think they did too. And a lot of us are in these PPR leagues or have PPR leagues. So I can – he's – they're going to find a way to dump the ball off to this kid because he's shifty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He can make people miss. And I think last year he left a lot of bad taste in people's mouth. Like in rookie drafts, he was going one. He was the he was the 101 last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So – And I, I think you could easily go trade 104 to get him. I think that would probably be about the max. I don't – I don't think anybody's going to take 105 for him um, just because you're not going to really get those top three running backs at that point. Probably not. Um, but, you know, I would definitely go get him. I would do, I would think so, too, because until Harrison shows something, we really don't know what he's going to do. And right. if they if they make him tote the rock 30 times running, I would rather take a person that catches the ball. And that's just how fantasy goes sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just crazy how now you can't get Jonathan Taylor for a 103 or a 104, but when he was a rookie, he went 102, 103. You know what I mean? So yep. now CH is who people are willing to trade, but he was the 101 last year. So it's it's crazy how people can change seats just off of one year. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean – that's fantasy for you. Things yeah. are just completely different all the time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you got any other trades or you want to talk about another rookie? Um, you know what? If not, I got another trade. You can go ahead. I don't I don't have any more trades. I was gonna say you could bring out that news that you found out that you're trying to keep to your chest. Oh. Uh in case you guys didn't know, the lines, Jamar Jefferson. Um I talked I brought him up a little bit earlier. Um, you can get him like in the late second, early third. Um, but he just signed a four-year contract with the Lions. Now you're probably thinking, what does that mean for um, this later round rookie running back? Well, that means that they they really think they <laughs> like him. They want him around for a reason. Right. Um, let's not forget what the Lions now. This is a completely different, you know, scheme here. But, um. They could do a two-headed monster, unfortunately, with Swift. Mm-hmm. Swift is that you know catching back, and Jamar Jefferson is a he's a bruiser, he's a pusher. And not that Swift can't be that. Um, they're not saying that Jefferson's going to come in right away because mm-hmm. uh, they do have Jamal Williams. But for them to come in on a four-year deal, definitely be investing in him. You and could see him making a mark in 2022. That's going to leave. Man, that signing him for four years, I think he's the third down back. I would, I would think. Yeah. Yep. 
You know what I mean? So, man. And oh. let's not forget, like I brought up last week uh, with uh, Dokes, running back for Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Signed a four-year contract. Right. And he's he's rising on sleeper. They gave him the green arrow. I've known that's, that's, that's <laughs> because was, people be listening. Made that call. Right. They was to made that call yesterday. Mm-hmm. But um, only news I seen that was hilarious is that I told you guys that man Andy Dalton is coming into training camp as the the starting quarterback for Chicago, dude. And oh man, it'd if, only be a matter of time. If he even if he off, did start, yeah. But hey, sometimes with teams that you have, because especially me, I know I'll be going super late with these quarterbacks. And man, you give me one or two weeks, you know, and. By the time Andy Dalton sits down, uh, Winston should have locked that position up. And I'm just trying to speak things into existence for some of these things. <laughs> but I can see Andy Dalton might might sneak you out a win for the first couple of weeks, man. Because keep in mind, man, you only need about seven. Seven wins. Mm-hmm. Seven, seven to eight wins, man. You are um, you probably a waiver pick away from being in there. Uh, this one trade that I- Another trade that I did do, um, I traded away Devontae Parker, um, and I brought in Zach Ertz and Corlin Sutton. Um, Corlin Sutton, not many people are talking about him, even though, you know, and it's not because of the, you know, rumors of Aaron Rodgers might go to Denver. It's more of, Where did you, know, you Portland. Huh? What league was that? Uh, this is the listener league. Man, you must have did that when I was out of town, dude. I did. This, this is, is uh, not too long ago. <laughs> who, um, who was it? Who was Garzilla. Oh, yeah. He don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, tra- I brought in Quentin Sutton just because um, I moved on from Devontae Parker. I think he's going to do just fine with Tua this year. I think the addition of Will Fuller and especially Jalen Waddle, I think will help open things up more for Parker. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have seen it, but there's some videos out of Tua. Tua's looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Burrow is set to be ready week one, in case yeah. you all didn't know, news-wise. Yeah, um, let's see. What else? Uh, Kadarius Tony has been taking a lot of reps in the slot. Uh, not many people are not sure know about that. Um, everybody knows that ETN has been taking the reps at wide receiver. Um, so what with, do you feel about James Robinson, though, now? I, James Robinson, I feel like he's a hold, guys. Definitely hold on to him. I mean, he was productive last year. There's no there's no taking that away from the guy of mm-hmm. uh, being a productive running back. I mean, top 10 running back in the league, undrafted. So, Come on. So you're holding him? Oh, yeah, I'm holding him. Now, unless you get some crazy offer for him. Um, and now, what am I saying crazy offer? Um, you need another running back that is going to start, if not has a really high potential to be the starter. Um, and then, you know, I'd probably, if, if this is before your rookie running, your your rookie draft, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'd definitely get that running back and I'd take like a second. Okay, you know, so I'll... some somebody who's starting, even if it's a wide receiver in a second, mm-hmm. um, I would do that. Trade him for a tight end. Say you need a tight end, you need to go get Dallas Goddard. Um, and this owner has, you know, an early pick. Uh, but I have been saying, and what I've been doing is every draft that I have James Robinson in on my team, I'm picking up ETN. Mm-hmm. You just, it, you just, you have to do it. 
Um, don't let them slide by if you have the opportunity to pick them up. Even though, you know, you have to sit with that the two guys for a little while. Mm-hmm. James Robinson was undrafted, so they could move on from him after this year um, if they wanted to. But the team, I could see a team picking him up. <clears throat> what I was, was going to ask you was that: so, so who would you want, Zeke or James Robinson? Then, uh, I mean, I would have to say Zeke because um, they haven't brought you know. Yeah, they have Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is getting better. I mean. It's kind of 50-50. If you want the younger side, obviously James Robinson. Um, if you want the more for sure thing, then, you know, you want Zeke. Um, but with ETN working out as a wide receiver, if doing all of his reps as wide receiver, that, that really means James Robinson has a chance that they're going to use him like that. Mm-hmm. And you could have Chark, Chanel on the outside, and you have ETN doing your slot stuff. Man, that would be crazy, dude. I really think that's honestly how they're going to roll. Mm-hmm. And then you could have, uh, I don't know who they got, tight end Tyler Eifert or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you oh, they, know. Got team, they got Tim Tebow. Yeah, and they have Tim Tebow. So, I mean, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. it's good. So, with James Robinson, I'm not, I'm not really concerned. I feel like the concerningness needs to kind of come down a little bit and mm-hmm. just ride out what's going on. Um, unless you got a good deal, then I'd go ahead and make that move. A couple weeks ago, you were panicking. Hey, it's, fantasy football is riding waves, man. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you know, you do th- you make moves now, mm-hmm. and you think, oh, I'm not going to make any moves later on, but boom, boom, you made just you just made five other moves. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I was kind of thinking about this, and maybe we can talk this out here. Is I was thinking, you know, what if you do your rookie drafts, right? You make all these moves, get these rookie drafts, um, get all these rookies um, in your picks, and then you take those rookies, some of those rookies at least, and you go get those vets, those other vets that you weren't able to go get before because now you have these firepowers because everybody's, you know, liking Jalen Waddle. People want, you know, um, Elijah Moore. People are getting excited about these guys that you could go get these solid vets Mm. that people are getting concerned about now that the rookie draft is over. You know what I mean? You could go get these guys. For sure, dude, because in the month of May, the rookies are the – everybody wants them in the month of May. But, like, you know, once it starts coming down to training camp and a couple, you know, the injuries are coming. So – and people are, like – you know, people get so excited about these rookies. And some people just want to draft. Like, some people will just shop just so they can have picks. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) with with that being said, it's like – you make complete sense because you can get the proven while everybody else wants the unproven. You know what I mean? And ride get... ride that unproven wave while everybody's interested. Mm-hmm. Shop them. But don't shop them all. But, you know, shop the ones that you know people are, especially if they're desperate for that position, you can probably get whatever you want. Yeah, if you picked up Elijah Moore, Jalen Waddle, and Devontae mm-hmm. Smith somehow yep. in your draft and Kadarius Tony. You can move on from a couple of those guys that mm-hmm. are, you know, higher and bringing other people. Yep. Always keep that team fluid. Every time. Um, I got another rookie from uh receiver wise. Um Detroit, um, St. Brown, man. St. Brown, I really like this dude. Cause first of all, Detroit has no right receivers. I don't know. I think I brought this kid up last time. And you might have to me but, it's that's all right. St. Brown, man, I I'm think I think this is the kid that I actually see 
doing something because they have running backs, so you can't fill the box on Jared Goff. Jared Goff does way better when he has a real good running back. As we've seen, his best season was when he had Gurley, a healthy or what we thought was healthy. You know what I mean? So with Swift and then with them believing in Jefferson, I can really see these receivers doing what they want. Perriman, I think he's gone. Uh, yeah, he's gone after next year. Um, and Terrell Williams is gone after next year. So they have two receivers. The two top receivers for Detroit is leaving after this year. St. Brown's a rookie. St. Brown is a good receiver, excellent receiver. So with them landing there, Jared Goff scares me more than St. Brown does. So if Goff can get him the ball like he was doing Cup and um, Robert Woods and with the Rams, I really – I'm liking this dude. And I think mm. that's why I saved him for last because I can't stop talking about him. And I keep picking <laughs> him up. I keep picking him up late second round every time. Like, he's the first He's the first person I look for every time it's my second round pick. I run straight to receivers every time. So Yeah, second round is a good, and, good spot to get those wide receivers. Yeah. And Detroit, they have, they have 72.8 vacant opportunities for receivers and tight ends. And TJ is going to eat. But he can't eat everything, so I can see St. Brown making some noise. Just like any other year, it's always a receiver that nobody really thought about that had a good real landing spot, and then they blow, just like last year with J.J. Everybody knew Justin Jefferson was going to do good, but I don't think nobody believed that he was going to do that, especially with Kirk Cousins. So I'm liking mm-hmm. St. Brown. I'm liking him. Um, a little news piece on Cortland Sutton. He uh, plans to be ready for training camp. So if you got some league mates that are a little low on Cortland Sun right now because of his you know latest injury um, and him coming back, I would definitely go buy him up. Um, because look at this. The Broncos aren't going to always have a horrible quarterback. I mean, yeah, they have Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke. But next year they could easily be in the top half and go get a quarterback or trade for one. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cortland Sun is a great Nice pickup. Man, Corden Sutton was this man, he was good with Locke. And if they when they do upgrade that quarterback position, he's gonna be nice. Jared Judy had so many opportunities last year that just was horrible throws or you know, I mean a D back reading the play or whatever, man. And if for some reason Aaron Rodgers trips and falls and lands in Denver, um he'll be blowing up next year. But yeah, Corden Sutton is a is a go by now, and you probably can go buy him real low, mm-hmm. especially with him being being for surely a he he's he's a wide receiver too, for sure. So I'm liking I'm liking that, and I feel like you got him for a steal. I think you bragging right now, but I'm gonna just keep that to myself. <laughs> um, anything else you want to talk about this week? Um, mm-hmm. I know next week I we're gonna start going into getting back into these veterans and getting you guys prepared for your drafts. Um, Because I know there's redrafts out there. Uh, We can start talking about these teams and which players we're actually really interested in. um, Because we have talked about, you know, certain guys here and there, but we haven't really talked about all these players, if we actually want them on our team or not. Yes. And yeah, these ADPs should be, Getting a little better come next week because I mean, 
as of now, the receiver rankings one through ten and running back one through ten, we should be able to speak on those a lot better. And our drafts will look a lot better if we do a couple drafts. So, yes. Yeah. Um, and then we also have uh, rookie draft starting this weekend. Another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll be able to get some more rookie information for you as well next week. Um, anything else you got, Jared? No, man. Just make that call, bro. Yes, make that call. Guys, thank you for listening. Guys, please go check out our Facebook group page, Dynasty 401. And guys, please hit that subscribe, that follow button, whatever it is, so you guys don't miss any of these episodes coming out. Um, because once the season starts, you're, you're even more, you're not going to want to miss any of these episodes because we give you guys the best start and sits mm-hmm. um, there is out there. Guys, make sure you guys go check out our sponsor, MyVTrophy.com. That's the best virtual trophy for your fantasy leagues. Um, And you don't have to just use it for fantasy football. If you do basketball, you do baseball, you do soccer, any of these, all these other leagues, you guys can use these trophies. Um, And it's free to sign up, which is really cool. The only thing that you have to pay for is if you want to have it made when it's done. I mean, that's cool. You get to load stuff on there the whole time. The whole exact time, man. That for one you free. Sent, when you guys sent that one in that uh, chat, I was surprised. So yeah, that that trophy was nice. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and these and these are really high quality trophies. So it's not like a you know a two D kind of pixelated trophy of like oh here you go best like the best runner up kind of award. Now these are legit, really crisp looking virtual trophies for you um and that's myvtrophy.com guys be sure to follow me on twitter at the dynasty 401 where can we find you jared uh goat rush one we do not spell it we say it that's on twitter man all right guys thanks you for listening and we'll see you guys next week yes sir later Uh